0: listening to After Daycare Drop-Off, the podcast for working moms, like you and like me. Today we're talking with Sue, a married mom of two who's simultaneously running her own public relations business from home while raising her family. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to learn about how she manages two toddlers at home and a successful business.
1: Sue.
0: Hi, Sue. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me
0: on. How are you? I am well. How about yourself?
1: I am great. It's Monday. The kids are in bed. Sipping some wine—it doesn't get much better than that.
0: What a dream! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can relate. Oh yeah, sure.
0: my daughter's in bed, and I too have some wine. What do you? What what kind do you have? A little Sauvignon Blanc is the choice for tonight. Nice. What about you? Um, I've got a Pinot Noir, my favorite. Yes. Love it, and also uh, from a box because. It just makes sense.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. If, if you go
0: back on old episodes, that's basically between a few different brands. That's what it is because something happened between back in high school when our parents were drinking Franzia, and now they yep. got they put yep. good wine in the box.
1: Absolutely, and it keeps longer, mm-hmm. and it's more. Yeah.
0: It's all, and good you don't things. have that visual like how much that glass. <laughs>
1: exactly
0: yeah minor details, your mind details you know but truly it is great Absolutely. if you're cooking and stuff you've got it you don't feel as bad dumping a whole bottle in right because
1: because as home economists and working moms you know we have to keep that type of thing in mind you know we got to have it on hand Right. now. well we'll
0: probably cover food in a bit but um I'm so glad you're here on the show um I have to admit you are you're my first Person I've not met in person. So you, I'll I have love to it. send you some sort of certificate or, you know, right. yeah, they hang story up on, the wall, post make on it Instagram official. or something. So um, tell us a little about yourself and then I want to get into your work stuff and how you spend your day with a kind of unique setup where it's probably harder than most of everybody else's days. Yes,
1: and no. <laughs> I mean, yes, because I mean, I've done both sides of it, and we'll we'll probably get into that too, where, you know, I did the daycare, I did the full-time corporate agency job. Um, but we'll we'll get into that later. But first, just a little bit about me. um, I went to the University of Kansas, but I have found myself in Dallas, Texas, where my I met my husband in Kansas City and then we moved here. Pretty quickly after we started dating, he had a job all set up. I got a PR job down here. And next thing we know, we're getting married in Dallas. We started having our family here in Dallas. Um, so the kind of, that's kind of the rest of this history. Then we bought our house here. So we're laying some roots. The economy's good. Jobs are great. So, you know, when the X, Y, and Z happen, you know, it all makes sense. Absolutely. So that's where we're at. And we've got two children. I like to exercise. I like to embroider um, and so also cook. Um, I have a thing for table okay saving. And so, you know, I love to do kind of homemaker stuff, but then also I like to, you know, have, have that adult talk and where I can kind of keep my edge and stay in tune with you know, what energizes me and motivates me. And that's kind of doing the working thing too.
0: You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You have to stretch both parts of your brain. And I love that you embrace, and it sounds like from your tone of voice, unashamedly and not a bad thing. Like the more girly side and softer side that it seems like anything you read is like, if you want to be a successful woman, you can't have that. You can't like those more traditional things Mm -hmm. while also wanting to be successful on the more corporate, harder, you know, male leaning side. You nailed it.
1: You completely nailed it. And on that front, I feel very blessed and lucky to be in the situation that I am in and could definitely not be able to do any of it without my husband who also happens to be a CPA. So he helps me kind of on that business side of things as well. Um, But the fact that he's focused and motivated in his career too, it's great to see him challenged and doing that. But also he's a huge support system for me. And then obviously I'm able to be at home and start a business and um, all the things that come with that. So that's all different types of challenges, but I love that I can do the traditional role. I get to do the cooking and the cleaning, which definitely is not glamorous, which I'm sure we'll also talk (laughs) about. Um, But, you know, there's just something about being here for these key moments as the kids are reaching milestones and already growing up, you know, so fast. And, you know, it's just, it's so, it's great to try and get the best of both worlds because it is hard to do it all. But, you know, when you try to do the best you can, you know, as we all, as all moms are just doing the best they can. For sure. uh, it's fun to, it's fun to find that balance and make yeah. it work.
0: And it sounds like you kind of have a routine set up as far as how you manage your day. And also, like you said, I mean, job one is be there for the family. And then, yeah, lingering job is obviously the the maintenance stuff that if, if it gets ignored, <laughs> no, right. we'll have clothes, <laughs> but yeah. Yep. Um, one of the things I've found myself, you know, I work in a traditional office setting and do the daycare run around and then come home and it's a hot mess to, you know, get everybody fed and bathed and have some fun time before it's time to go to bed. But um, I do find myself throughout the day kind of acknowledging like, Natalie, look, you have eight hours of time to do whatever you want. And theoretically, you know, no one little. Mm-hmm or who I love the most, my husband needs me. It's just work people need me. And Mm -hmm. I keep catching myself when I'm like checking my phone or you know having a moment where I'm like, you know, you're not really being very productive. (laughs) Like you need to like get on with this thing that you've just been letting drag out. So you have to be productive.
1: Absolutely. And what helps me with my time management is a, you know, getting the kids on a schedule, um, obviously, you know, being flexible because things do happen, things come up, sicknesses and et cetera. Um, but also I use a productivity app called Todoist, and that is also very helpful in my day to provide structure and reminders for me. Uh, and so, you know, I don't let things slip through the cracks. However, um, the, ki- the most important thing for me is getting the kids on a schedule so that I can make my day that much more predictable and also be able to anticipate and or be proactive to their needs instead of reactive before, you know, everything has hit the fan. Right. So, um, so that's definitely helpful. I don't know how detailed you'd want me to get into that, but I'm basically where I find success is um, the scheduled nap time for both the children, at least two hours. So that's where I can crank out most of my cleaning and or work, which is, typically what happens during those two hours, Um, but also some stroller time, which I know the kids will be quiet and content. And I'm able to make some business phone calls and or respond to emails. I've, that is a huge thing for me, but also being, you know, a woman we're we're more in tune with multitasking. And so I definitely capitalize on that. And it's nice to be outside getting the kids and myself fresh air, but also kind of, you know, doing some adult talk, Engaging via email, making those phone calls that I need, and it's it's great, and it's also kind of exciting when you're able to talk a little business while pushing the kids in the swing. Know and, you know, pull like, that off if you will. You know,
0: right
1: now. <laughs> you know, I'm just like I got this. You know, and I'm, it, it's just yeah, it's exciting. It's it's a good thing, and you feel super productive in that front. And you know, we're hitting a lot of birds with one stone here. Absolutely.
0: Now, when you're doing I bet. I just wonder when you're doing your two hours of work. Let's let's say it's a day that's mostly PR work. Do you feel mm-hmm. like if you look back to your traditional office setting days that you are packing much more into those two hours now than you d- ever did before?
1: Yes, because I don't necessarily have the distraction of coworkers and colleagues. Sometimes I do miss that. Um, I'm I'm pretty pretty social. I think people would say that about me. And I'd, I'd probably agree. I, I definitely thrive on that. And so being in an office setting, that is definitely um, a pro for me. But at the same time, there are days, you know, where you can you find yourself in your friend, your, you know, your frolly, <laughs> that's what I like to call him, your friend, I colleague, like office. And next thing you know, you haven't, you know, checked off anything on the to-do list. And, you know, I'm, I'm paying for my child to be in daycare for me to be here doing what? Working. Um, and so that was, you know, also just kind of a struggle, but, um, being at home and knowing I have a strict timeline and referencing my app, which, you know, I'm like, got to do this, follow up this email, make this phone call, make this, do this clip, et cetera. Um, I can check it off easily, keep me focused and I'm a big cross it off the list type of person too. Right. So that definitely keeps me, you know, motivated just to get, get through the, the checklist for the day. Um, but hands down, absolutely. I feel like I'm way more productive <laughs> in, in my time uh, that I have to do stuff and, um, and working from home. It's I've, has always been a favorite thing for me to just kind of multitask. Um, I know there's different opinions about working from home out there. Uh, but now that I get to live it, it's very motivating to me and I'm definitely productive.
0: It's kind of like every day you have that deadline. Like when you, I'm not saying you would, but if you put off something towards the absolute end, it's like the every day because you've got nap time and there's no, right. <laughs> give me five more minutes. It's, it's done.
1: It's, it's do or die. It's now or never. <laughs> I gotta, you know, I gotta write my best award submission right now. I've got to type up the a solid pitch, whatever I gotta do. It's, you know, gotta happen now. Or, you know, the kids are crying and they're going to want to snack and, you know, they want to type on the laptop if it's ever out. And, oh Yeah. You know, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's nice to try and separate them too. Obviously I don't mind giving off the impression or message that it's a, you know, mommy's got to work and you know, they get it. But at the same time, it's nice to, this is why I'm home, you know, and and to be able to enjoy my children and, you know, do all the, the, you know,
0: mom stuff and outings and whatnot. So that's what, that's what we try to do. Nice. So you mentioned being a more social person, which I definitely relate to. Um, We have these like personality assessments that we use at work and it's the predictive Mm -hmm. index. If you've ever used that one.
1: Yes. So
0: I'm high B or similar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm high B, B, uh high A, low C, low D. So that's why I'm so curious about this working from home situation because I'm like, I'm really not patient, but I don't love tons and tons of details. So I may have to check out this Todoist app because I'll tell you, I've downloaded several and looked at them and went, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. Excel has been fine for my desktop at work, but I keep finding myself being like, oh, three days ago, I said I was going to do this thing and I didn't do it. So maybe that would help. But for your more social nature, now that you're at home and obviously you're with the kids and then your husband, when he comes home from work and everything, you've got people around, but how do you kind of fill that you time and social time for yourself? Exercise class
1: has definitely been an outlet for me. Um, also, still there's random play groups and or outings to the park. There may be some of their moms. It's always fun to just kind of chat them up. And of course, with my personality, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to any stranger, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, maybe for them. Uh, but it's, um, my, my exercise class that I just started at the end of last year, it's a bar class and they offer childcare. And I heard about it through my cousin and it was a complete game changer because I feel like most of the studios are, you know, just a quick studio workout, no childcare, mm-hmm. um, you know, no big deal. And for me, it's nice to be able to go and do that during the day, a, it's just, that's when I get a lot of my, my best thinking or my ideas come to me. Um, But then there's other moms there. So it's a great way to meet other moms who are kind of in the same boat as you. Um, But then also we have a similar interest of, you know, this class we're going to, and then we have the commonality of our kids, you know, being in the the little play group as well um, during the class. So that has been a huge help for me. And then also the good music during the class um, you know, so you just kind of get a little party halfway <laughs> in the day or whatever you need and just kind of get some good energy going. And um, so that's definitely helped fill the void along with, like I mentioned, the playgroups, a little stroller club, some meetups that, that helps too. Um, obviously I can't let that consume the day because there are other things to get done like laundry, like work, um, dishes, you know, the fun right, stuff. Right, the sexy stuff. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so let me tell you. Now,
0: this babysitting at the workout class sounds fantastic because I've noticed the same thing. I'm in Indiana. So, where, and I'm in the Indianapolis area. So, it's like a metro area where there should be plenty of options. But at least what I've found so far is that you have to have a full blown YMCA membership in order for anything to have childcare because everything else is one of those like, Bring your mm-hmm. kids. We'll give them espresso. And I'm like, funny, but really, I mean, <laughs> but no, real, yeah, not yeah. funny. No, that's gonna ruin mm-hmm. everything. So, so I'm in DVD <laughs> land, which is fine for right now, but I, I absolutely I do miss that social absolutely. interaction because I appreciate and enjoy the people I work with. But there's kind of that line of saying, you know, I work with you all day, and also want to be respectful of that boundary of like friends and work and like do I want to see you all day and on the weekend um and then for me um I grew up and went to college in Ohio so a lot of my girlfriends from there live in Ohio still so it's like the classic how do you find friends as an adult Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like you I'll talk to people um you know Indiana where, where it's like negative one degree right now so the stroller runs is just very cute for me to imagine being able to do right now. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I
1: I feel that that's a Kansas City climate, you know, maybe a little bit warmer in Kansas City. I'm very familiar with that. We are very lucky in Dallas to have a little bit more mild winter where a couple blankets on, you know, the occasional cold day can help your outing. I hear you.
0: (laughs) But in an effort to not make excuses, but like, I have right. no, get it. I to get another it. Mom, like we were just at a hockey game a couple weeks ago and these people were sitting down the way from us and her son was maybe a little older than our daughter and they were somehow flirting. It was the cutest thing and also terrifying. So I'm like, no, don't <laughs> no. Like he gave her it's his hockey happening. puck. She gave him some fruit snacks. It was an official thing. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Um. but they seemed cool and I'm like and we kind of exchanged a couple things and I'm like we like similar things we're obviously at this hockey game we have kids you seem tolerable and I was like do I say like follow me on Instagram let us know when you're here next time or like is that creepy maybe I'm asking how do you make the move on a
1: That is that is such a great question and absolutely something that I work with, I know other moms kind of work through too, and especially um, for the stage of life my husband and I are in, it felt like we moved from K- away from Kansas City, you know, where a lot of our friends are, who are, you know, spread out in other cities away from us, um, but also it felt like we were one of the first to kind of start having kids, and then obviously there's kind of that gap of friends with no kids, you have kids, you know, life changes, whatever. Um, they stay friends but you know things change and it's okay and whatnot um, and so luckily luckily now there are friends who are having kids and so that helps but honestly I have been at the park so many times where you know we're chatting at moms and it's like hey you know can I you know get your number because <laughs> you're literally Like you said, making the move on the mom, Um, you know it's and you know I ask you know are you at home and uh, of course they're like yes it's great blah 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 and um, so yeah we'll do kind of a quick little number exchange and it's typically just as simple as next time we're at the park we'll we'll just text each other and let let them know and so it's it's very casual in that sense where we try not like especially so early in the relationships and that's kind of where they're at is just park my park friends. Um, where we text and I let them know we're up there, and maybe we see them, maybe we don't um, and so that's that's kind of nice. and beyond that at the bar class, there's a couple moms where we have chatted each other up, but neither of us have made the move <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so to be continued, right. well, yeah on let me know what's what's gonna happen there. so I've tuned. heard of
0: people having like friendship making business cards and I'm also like that's genius but also that's creepy
1: um <laughs> I am I am that is hilarious but I I see the mo yeah. you know
0: because it's like hey, yeah, here's all my info well, but I have work business cards <laughs> like from right so I'm like well that's kind of weird like oh not that I'm fancy in my job like it's a lovely job but like I don't want to be like hello here's my work stuff and then put. What do I write my real stuff on the back? Like, do I write my Instagram? Like, I don't really right, want to text with right. a stranger, and I don't want to be like, "Oh, I'm some fancy Instagram influencer because I'm not." I just... I, I
1: I'm with you 100. percent It's how do we connect? And I feel like social media definitely is so prominent yeah. in this day in this day and age, um, in which. I feel like also on the flip side, you know, it's like we have these physical in-person friends, but then I feel like there's, you know, digital friends, if you will, mm-hmm. where I don't know if that's creepy, but, you know, I feel like there are moms out there who are on Instagram who I don't even know, but they're still, you know, inspiring to me, um, as a mom and you know, what they, the content they put out, um, uh, and which has been helpful to me, I guess is my, the only reason I share yeah. that, uh, well, there's but some bloggers anyways. that either
0: are, I kind of tease and call them like the wine moms that are a bit more over the top in, oh my gosh, what dramatic thing has happened today or what, you know, strife of life are we going to focus on in my little video? And those can be <laughs> a nice break to kind of say, oh, that is true. And let, let her yes. tease on the, <laughs> you know, laundry mountain or the kids coloring. There's one I saw I think it was this morning um that was 2018 mom versus like 1988 mom and like the over the top trying to do all the things and all the activities with the kid was the today mom whereas the 80s mom that you know I'm not going to presume age but roundabouts we all grew up with 80s 90s mom um is like go outside (laughs) I don't walk on these floors. And I'm like, ooh, that's true. (laughs) That's so true. Because I'm, I mean, I have limited time in the evening and then weekends is a little bit more like, do your own thing, sweetheart, because I need to, you know, take a shower. Um, Yes. But I do find myself being like, okay, now we're going to do this activity and let's learn how to do a button. She's 21 months old. She does not need to know how to do a button today, but saw the thing at Target. It was $3. How to do a button, right. how to do a zipper, and how to tie a shoe. Of course, she needs that now. But I'm like, let's work on it. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: Like it. All, like all of us moms, we're out here just doing the best we can. And like the meme says, you know, we don't go to Target knowing what we need. Target tells us what Is we this need. A- so that day, you needed the button, the shoe tying exercise mm-hmm. for your 20-month-old year old. And it made so much sense. And it still does. I would do the same thing. She needs. To, she needs to
0: know those things. Absolutely. I couldn't make I all love of those it. things I love like I'm with you with the crafts. I made her a cute little poncho and I did show oh. her how to do the sewing machine and we she pushed the fabric through. Um, we made a sleeping bag. Oh, how funny we, that. Is hilarious. I was also like, Don't break that needle because if it gets stuck in there I will die. <laughs> but I mean she does need to know how to do that stuff and I could not make all those things for three dollars worth of my time and supplies. So Easy win there. Um, So I have to ask you, and I wrote it down because I'm really hopeful your answer is yes. You like tablescaping. Mm -hmm. Do you love and remember Sandra Lee? I don't know. Girlfriend. So Sandra Lee, love her. I think she dates, if I'm going to get it wrong, I'm going to feel so dumb. Um, Andrew Cuomo, like, the governor of New York, I think he is. I was going to say,
1: I feel like I know yeah, that name. Yeah.
0: Um, they're not married, I don't think. But she's been mm-hmm. with them for a time. Um, but she used to be on HGTV. And it was like, oh gosh. Semi-homemade was what it was called. Uh-huh. I like the sound yes, of this. Sounds like you're going to watch all these reruns and like when you're supposed to be asleep. Um, so... It was very much like you're going to take a box of something, but then add all these other things so it's much better than the box. So I would—I don't think she'd ever use rice roni, but she'd use like halfway cheat things, like it's like a can of something in with a raw whatever. Um, and her whole shtick would always be like, "Okay, we're going to do the themed meal." Her whole kitchen was decked out in the theme of the show, like very over the top like oh I love it 90s love it. early 2000s yes <laughs> I would watch this in college and I have like three of her cookbooks and um, she would always do a tablescape and she was real cool she was like just get a piece of fabric don't even hem it it's fine I'm like yes okay And
1: so I like her yeah, style like I just like get her a style. yard
0: and drape it over the middle um, but she'd do flowers and like over the top um, napkin rings and she'd craft like some fake flowers or berries or some sticks from the yard it was a whole thing and she'd always yes, at the end have cocktail time and she'd sing it and it was all like,
1: girl after my I own know, heart you're
0: going to be like natalie thank you but
1: yes and i like i i need to look up her cookbooks right you, now you too. Too. like that's a, that's right. you probably get them hour.
0: real cheap on amazon they're so old now but perfect she, even better if you think, i don't know what your family's house was like growing up mine did not have this unfortunately but my friends parents have their curtains real crazy and fluffy um Mm, like do you mm -hmm, remember like the mm -hmm. big bustles of fabric that look like a dress shoulder oh yeah she her first invention before she got on to tv i'm not quite clear on how that transition happened but she invented basically it sounds like a wire frame that you would use in a certain way to make your own fancy curtains and you would like oh, wow. you know huh. like a paint by numbers but shove the fabric through the hole by numbers to make your curtain very fluffy wow um, she invented that and so she is to be thanked for the more affordable option of over the top window dressings of and DIY. and DIY so i love it <laughs> while you didn't know who sandra lee was you know who she is now and
1: yeah, this- you're pre-welcome for... Well, and also, <laughs> if any listeners don't get anything else from the podcast, now they need, need to know about it, too. So this is what this, this is, is really my good. PSA
0: for the day. So I love it. I, I do also... I want to keep talking about tablescapes. But how did you get into that? Because it is fun to do it, at least for me, for holidays. So does your dining room... Is it set up now?
1: For So it's got... so. I had a tablescape yesterday, a little Sunday family dinner, Chiefs playoff game, a family member's birthday party. Um, and right now there's still a runner um, with some fresh hydrangeas on the table. I went. Oh, I oh, love it. Love it. Um, hydrangeas are just everything to me at all times. It's the best. And they're really cheap by the bunch at Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. So you can't go wrong with that. Um, but nightly I set the table still Um, every night I just think every night Um, and it's just it's it's just a little it makes me feel good if you will so it's like I do it more for me Um, but then also it's just a way to just kind of you know make out the meal and maybe if the meal isn't even so put together it just makes everything else seem put together Um, and so also if there's still a pile of laundry but the table's set you know it's like I'm still running here, right? And um, however, uh, with the embroidery piece of it, it's now I've taken everything kind of to the next level because if it's not living or breathing, you monogram it. <laughs> um, Southern you <laughs> it, it it can get a little wild. I try not to go theme out of control, but you know I love I love a good initial, um love a good applique, whatever we can work with here.
0: Um, but, So are you doing the embroidery Uh, on your kids' clothes or pillows or yes? All the above. (laughs) I bet Um, you save a ton of money, though. Right. You know, you look at all the
1: Etsy shops and our pottery bond. It's like $9 at least, you know, to add on, Mm -hmm. you know, for the the embroidery piece of it. Um, But a lot of this I learned from my mom. And I feel like, you know, that's always what kind of happens. But she is the um, OG embroiderer of the family. So um, that was, and she was the one who sewed and I got me involved in that, I think around fifth or sixth grade Mm -hmm. um, and then definitely kept it up. And it's just a nice creative outlet, a great hobby. Um, Then she was the first one to get the embroidery machine. And we, she lives a little bit far from me. um, But when we would get together, It's, it's on, it's on when we're, 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 it's, it's dangerous. And so finally, I finally got an embroidery machine. And so when we're creating, we call each other up all the time. And I didn't know picking a thread color could be so hard until I start to overthink projects. (laughs) But anyways, I've digressed. Uh, But my mom is definitely who inspired me as table. Also the crafting and the embroidery piece of it. It's just, it's really fun. And for me, like on a Saturday night, um, if, you know, I'm cooking dinner, I'd love to set the table and maybe I get, um, you know, one of our, one of the nap, the linen napkins out during the week, I'll maybe buy like a monogrammed, you know, paper napkin from Tuesday morning or whatever, you know, it's super low key, but it's still the table's still set. But then Saturday night I might break the, you know, the linens out. And, you know, for me, it's just kind of never stop dating, just kind of glam it up a little bit, you know, and, the husband knows who I am, but, you know, I still got to be who I am, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I can't help myself. And so um, that's just, it's fun to just kind of jazz it up and um, yeah, do, you know, make it just a little bit special, especially once you have kids, you, um, you know, your dates may be a little bit more limited now are just different. So if we're at home, we, you know, try to make the most
0: of it. That's a good way to look at it too, because I always hear the, you know, you're always dating your spouse or date your spouse, challenge, all these little things they encourage you to do because, at least for us, my husband and I have been together for 13 years. And yeah, love since that. I was 19, snagged that one freshman year. Nice. I, I love it. This is the best Well, stories. it's so funny when I tell it, like the full bore. I am not putting that on record. But <laughs> <laughs> I was a freshman. He was I a junior it. President of his fraternity. I thought that was awesome because I was new in my sorority and blah, blah.
1: And it was awesome.
0: It is. My office, I kid you not, has all of our fraternity and sorority paddles up because we are still on board. So. (laughs) Love it. We represent. But, you know, we've been together a long time and have grown up together, quite frankly, from, you know, school life and then, oh, real life is the thing. Um, That, not that it's, boring by any means but just it's been a while and you know like you say mm-hmm. with with kids it's different and i think in the past two years since our daughter our daughter will be two in march um well we've definitely gone on less than 10 dates like just he and i officially i know, I know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and we've talked about like you know new year so we're like Once a month, we need to go on a real date, just you and me, even if it's just like early movie and dinner.
1: Right, right. But we're getting mm -hmm. very
0: close to the age for our daughter that restaurants are just not enjoyable. She's tossing Mm -hmm. things and, you know, at home I can barely eat anything before it gets cold anyways that it's not fun to pay (laughs) for the same deal. Um, So we've been like door dashing or picking up food to take home. Um, But that's a good reminder to make things feel a little more special because we have a bad habit of doing the TV tray thing, even though we have a very carefully curated, reclaimed wood, blah, blah, church (laughs) pew situation in the dining room. It's very nice. I love it. I'll just send you a picture. But it looks nice when it's time for something fancy, but like the only time... I feel really like we're sitting at the table is when we have something that requires like a steak knife, like steak or something that a bit more intense mm-hmm. as opposed to the right. plate of pasta we have for dinner tonight. Right. So I, but I really love your ritual of setting it before bed because I bet that makes you feel good when you get up in the morning and you see that and it's beautiful and it's put together, but then you use it. That's nice too.
1: It is really nice. And so, like, the week of Thanksgiving, the table was set, I think, Monday. And that's how, you know, maybe crazy I am. But at the same time, it's very fun that's for okay. me. Um, and then also, you know, it's it's not – it's all done. And then it's not a last-minute, you know, um, stressor to set the table. Oh. So – but anyways, yeah. That, I, I'm crazy. <laughs> no. You're a planner. Or maybe I'm organized. <laughs> maybe that's yes. what I should say.
0: Yeah. I don't know. So speaking of organized, you we talked about your two hours and I kid you not, I just like to observe these two hours because I'd probably just faint with how productive you are. But for your clients, what's the type of stuff that you're specializing in or do you get the most energy from working on for them?
1: Definitely media relations. And that's kind of the pitch and place aspect of my mm-hmm. job. Um, where we've got news or I am creating pitch topics um, and brainstorming, the, brainstorming those through some research or a conference call with them. It just depends. Um, but media relations is definitely kind of my main thing, my main specialty for my business. However, there are other um, facets that I specialize in as well. Um, but media relations is the big one where I'm pitching the media, we're emailing, we're calling them, um, and you know, I'm setting up interviews on their behalf and that is definitely, definitely the biggest part of my job. Also, you know, that's mostly this, what my clients want to see and what they think is successful Mm -hmm. as well. So that's, you know, always very important too. you. You want to be providing value to your clients. You want to show your worth. And so, that's kind of what I'm grinding out constantly. So during the two hours, I'll be um, either brainstorming or writing byline articles. So that's creating some content on their behalf. However, that's still going to be published. But anyways, I've you know, the here nor there. Um, but if I've pitched the media during that time, it's guaranteed the next day or the, the following day during stroller outing in the morning, I am emailing or making phone calls to those media to follow up.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, that seems to lend itself well because with that limited time, you can do a lot of output with that as opposed to if you were working on a annual report. Um, one of my girlfriends, she works on her own as well. And she does some media relations but then she also does annual reports and all, a bit more of these long form things. And if I ever think about doing something on my own, that just kind of makes me go, oh my God. Because you have to have so much focused time for hours and hours and hours and mm-hmm. editing and reviewing. And my team at, at my day job will do that. But thank goodness I don't have to.
1: <laughs> right. Absolutely. No, that's a good point you make. And to um, elaborate a little bit further, there have been some evenings where it trickles in. <laughs> And or, um, 5 a.m. or a little earlier mornings as well, um, before everybody gets up, but that I try to avoid the early mornings for obvious reasons. Um, but especially when my baby was still nursing and we were up really early anyway, sometimes I would put her back down and then that's when I could get a lot done, um, and so anyways it goes back to just like you know time management and organization and if i'm just laying in bed and can't sleep anyway it's like all right let's just go do do something that's going to make my day better right. and maybe if i get it done now i can take a nap at nap anyway you know and call it a wash <laughs> but yes th- that is so true and there are things in the in the time period that can go beyond yeah
0: for sure yeah. so how do you go about finding new clients
1: Referrals are big, um, which for me, you know, it's a simple ask to some friends, or you know, I've, I have made some contacts being in the industry and in the agency mm-hmm. world um, that can carry over. And sometimes it's just that simple quest- question of reaching out, back out to an old contact and just see, you know, how how are their PR needs? Do you want to grab lunch sometime? Um and or happy hour maybe preferred, um. Uh, but that that is where I found most success. Uh, otherwise, something a goal for this year is putting myself out there a little bit more. Um. Going to some more events and back in back in the day used to be out on the scene a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Where it was really easy to start those conversations, make those asks. Um, however now it's definitely slowed down obvious reasons kids but the kids are only getting a little bit more older a little bit more independent um, and I'm creating a rolodex of babysitters and if the client potential client wants to meet for lunch I'm very lucky that I have a girl who plays in the LPGA and she has some flexibility in her daytime especially in the off season right. and she can come help me so that that was a huge because otherwise that's a whole nother challenge is finding a babysitter during the day. Cause most of the girls are in high school or have a nine to five. Right. Um, so that was a great little connection
0: there for me. So you've been full time, you know, on your own for about a year. Is that right? That's correct. And did you do anything on the side during your day job time as well?
1: No, but before I, so I moved to Dallas, worked at an agency. We got engaged, and as I was planning my wedding, I decided to start freelancing, and um, you know, do get you know get caught up in wedding Mm -hmm. world, and that's where you know I kind of gained some confidence as well on getting clients, and that's when I was real busy in the scene before kids, and um, was finding success, Uh, but then we got married. August, I think it was, yeah, we got married in June. August rolled around. I go, you know what? I'm going to go back to an agency. I'm going to learn some more while I can, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm, you know, not totally tied down or whatever the word you want to use with, with kids <laughs> or, you know, other life <laughs> Um, Yes, that's right. There <laughs> we go. And um, so went back and it was, it was a great job, but then I had my first, then went back again and then had my second and. Very lucky and happy to be at home now.
0: Nice. So, when is your one year anniversary then?
1: With this Mm -hmm. job? Um,
0: February 15th to be exact. (gasps) Pre congrats. So,
1: thank you. In the
0: spirit of let's say annual reviews, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are probably anxiously waiting their sit down with their boss to say how did I do this year you're your own boss so how are you measuring how you've done not to put additional pressure on you because it's your deal I love that's a unique situation because you're the boss but then you're also the one that's doing all the work feast or Mm -hmm. famine Mm -hmm.
1: feast or famine so for me um like I mentioned earlier, my husband's a CPA. He's very interested in the business piece of it all and managing the clients. And so he's a really great, you know, soundboard just to, you know, bounce ideas off or even I've vented to him before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lucky him. And um, it's, it's nice to he keeps me motivated and, and inspired too and excited about my business because that can be hard to, you can be like, you, I can get a lot of no's in a day right. which is kind of how the last week has been for me <laughs> and that can get exhausting. Yeah. However, you know, we push through and I know I'll, I'll get a big break here and I'll get a good win and that's what keeps me motivated. So for the past year, it's definitely, um, not taking for granted the situation I'm in. Yeah, You know, there are hard days with the children. Like I said, there are weeks, you know, days where the job isn't easy either. And, you know, it's feast or famine. And, um, right now I just always try to be present, enjoy the stage of life. The kids are in because it can be hard, but then also very thankful because we my husband and I work so hard to be in this position that I can be home and then I work hard to start this business and make it make it fruitful for us as well Uh, and also just keeping my edge um, and and foot you know foot in the door career wise and so I guess looking back on the year it's definitely just kind of especially getting through that newborn stage too yeah you're it's um, a champion it, it it can be a grind that that's very nice of you to say but for me it's just I, you know, it's kind of, you just kind of do what you got to do. And so I guess not losing clients would be a win (laughs) and a measure of success. And also this time around versus the first time I was freelancing, um, I'm a little bit more picky with my clients because my time is so precious now. And, um, I am very, I'm full disclosure and very transparent about, me being a stay at home working mom, because obviously they know there will be multitasking going mm-hmm. on. Um, and there are clients who I am comfortable enough with sharing, you know, they know, you know, more times than not what's going on if I am out and about and it's fine because they, they see the results. Right. And so that, that's pretty much what matters. Um, I mean, depending on the client, you know, results vary, but uh, for what they need. And so that's, that's what I would consider a win in a good year. And I have set some goals for this next year. I want to grow some more as the kids are a little become, becoming more and more independent. Um, and yeah, just kind of just keep the biz
0: going. You Love know? it. it kind of forces you to step in the other, the other analytical side of what is the business doing, but then what am I doing as the producer but mm-hmm. that's great to hear that you've got a good approach with your clients and they understand what you're doing. And I'm sure that comes through with how you're billing and saying, look, I spent X hours doing these specific things. And then you can show those measurable results as well. Yep. And, you know, getting
1: some face time here and there here and there is helpful too. Yeah. Also, it's just healthy for me to, you know, get out of my bubble and my world every now and then too, and just have that adult talk and business talk and, Um, it's very helpful and also just allows me to be the best mom
0: and energizing in a positive way. Well, and there's, it's so easy to feel guilty for stepping away from the mom role, whether it's for a business lunch or for the entire day or like a conference or, you know, if you're working an actual media event where you've got to coordinate the whole situation, whether it's like a ribbon cutting or something, but more and more, I think about it and I've, this is definitely not original, but it's good to show your kids what all you can do. You're not just a nose wiper and a dishes cleaner and a dinner maker, but showing them what mommy and daddy can do by way of your professional endeavors or athletic or spending time with your friends, because that's what they're going to be learning at school and that's what they're going to be doing when they become adults too. So who better to show them what that looks like and be their first role models.
1: That's very well said. I totally agree. Yeah, that is, that was, that was very well said. (laughs) I work in comms too.
0: (laughs) You you get it. You get it. So, but I mean, that's true because I catch myself like my husband, he keeps getting on me about it because I told him like, I don't know, probably shortly after I went back to work, I was off work for like just shy of 12 weeks uh, with her. I would come home and I was trying to spend time with her. Cause of course that first time you're away, you're like, Oh my God. Um, and I was like, don't let me deal with the dinner dishes while she's awake. Make sure I don't mess with it. Like I wanted him to keep me accountable. So I wasn't taking, you know, theoretical time away from her. To clean up, because I'm seeing mm-hmm. it as you know that's her time that can wait. And then now she's a little older because just like your kids, were are like a bit more independent. I'm like I need to do this now because if not, it's 10:30 before I'm done with my chores, and I also need to go to bed. Right. <laughs> but I, I don't. I'm losing out on the kind of wind down time. Because mm-hmm. I'm also trying to get up at like five in the morning to do my exercise videos. <laughs> so Oh girl, now I get I'm, it. I'm, i think I'm changing my mind about it because she's older and she she loves to put away the utensils. Um I'll grab the knife, like the pointy knives first. But
1: she'll bring them to
0: me. Big Owie. Yes. Big Owie, the pointy knives. So I mean, I try to edit it first before I can call her over or before she has a chance to grab it, but I, I'm trying to figure out, like, kind of those teaching moments, but not trying to monopolize all of it with chores. But girlfriend will unload the uh, laundry. She'll put her own clothes mm-hmm. in the basket. She'll put her little diapers in love the diaper thing. And, yes, and she And she'll go, Anna, help. Anna, help. I'm like, mm-hmm, good job, sweetheart. So... I Big know.
1: help, Anna.
0: Big so I might be help. making a chore chart soon because she does like stickers. But
1: <laughs> that it no, that is great. I, you know, at that age too, and my kids too, they're just such doers. You know, they want to do. See, so, yeah, I mean, I do the same thing. We go for it. You know, just all us moms are out here just trying to do the best that we can do. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And
0: get sleep and exercise and have a social life somehow. I love it. (laughs) Well, Sue, it's been beyond fun talking with you tonight. Thank you.
1: It's been so fun. I really appreciate chatting with you. And I hope, you know, this is inspirational to maybe some other moms. And um, I mean, if anything, Sandra Lee, we have that. Um, Because I know there have been. I've listened to past episodes on your podcast. Like we mentioned the bloggers. Mm-hmm. There are so many inspirational, you know, women out there and moms in particular and men too. Um, but obviously we're in a kind of a, a certain niche world yep. here. Um, but I,
0: in that I have felt inspired. So I just hope, I just hope that helps too. People, you know, you can do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing too, is just being honest about the crazy. And I, I mm-hmm. think, you know, we as people, <laughs> this, this little niche generation here of moms who, I mean, sorry, we want it all. We want, we want the home life. We want the kids. We want the job. Mm-hmm. We want to look decent as well. We want to put our dinner on the yep. table and take a yep. nap.
1: <laughs> Preach. But, the nap, nap is a major key.
0: But just being honest about this stage of life and being kind and considerate of everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, smiling more about it. So thank you so much for sharing your story. And I'm excited to hear what your 2019 brings with your business and your family. Thank you, Sue.
1: Thank you so much. I'm excited for you too. Um, I appreciate your time and chatting. All right. Have a good one. You
0: too. Thanks for listening to today's episode of after daycare drop off. I hope you had a blast getting to know Sue and feel inspired to pursue your passion just like she is. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and you'll get updated every time there's new episodes. In the meantime, follow along on Instagram at after daycare drop off and get to know some of the amazing women in our community. As always music by Tobu until next time.